Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the show. Great to have you along. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with Katik Mandavili. Katik is an amazing person. He's built an amazing company, but I got to say, Katik, you've done a lot of stuff and we're going to get into it in a second. But firstly, thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Super excited about this. Yeah. And whereabouts are you based? Bangalore from India. Excellent. But I know your company's going worldwide, so exciting times ahead. Now, Katik is the founder and CEO of Springworks, which is an amazing HR tech company, which is using blockchain and AI. And we're going to get into that in a second. So you've got quite the background. So graduated from Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh with a master's in language technician institutes. I noted that you had been working on the IBM Watson project, which is kind of famous. Working on genome analysis with machine learning, which probably feeds into the kind of cool AI that you've been developing, which we'll get to a second. But then lastly, you went to the White House. Is that right? Yep. 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 Wow. Tell I me about that. Lucky to be invited. Yeah. So this was part of the you know immigration reform while Obama was president in the United States. So I was part of this you know, group trying to kind of improve the immigration, especially for you know, people in the technology space, right? And then happened to be invited to a closed door meeting around 12 people. And they just wanted to listen, how can we help entrepreneurs you know, build companies in the US and not leave the country, right? They don't want people who have come here, did masters you know, from top colleges, top schools, and then starting up creating jobs and stuff like that. And then deciding to leave because of a visa issue or something like that. Sure. Yeah, very good. Got it. So yeah, tell me about Springworks. It's quite a diverse thing. And like we can get into the chat GPT AI you've developed, but let's take a step back. What is Springworks? How does it help employers to manage some of their HR challenges? Sure. So we help companies with their background verification and employee engagement. You know, employee engagement basically covers rewards recognition, employee pulse, productivity, you know, team bonding. And that's where kind of the chat GPT thing comes up, right? From a productivity perspective, it's a bot that's your own AI teammate, your own AI agent, for lack of a better word. It's something which kind of connects with all the tools you have, you know, be it Google, Slack, Notion, Asana, Jira, whatever you use, get unifies all of that, builds your company wiki and has a conversational layer on top of it, right? So you can ask whatever questions you want, what you would ask an, a typical HR or an IT or a finance person. And this would kind of, you know, answer and it will have an escalation system, things like that. So it saves you a lot of time, saves the HR, saves the manager a bunch of time, helps you even do tasks to a certain degree. You know, mm-hmm. it's obviously very futuristic. You know, we are, AI is changing almost every six months in terms of, you know, what's coming up, what it can do, getting close to human you know, intelligence at some point. That's the vision. So that's where this is also kind of heading towards like, be like your teammate. Everyone has their own executive assistant, you know, so kind of helps you be more productive. Now, this is not your first rodeo because I know you've had successful exits from other companies in the tech space and you're advising. You're like Elon Musk. You're everywhere. How did you know when you're forming Springworks Mm -hmm. what to create? Because it's a crowded space, right? HR tech. And 
it's crowded for a reason because there's demand, there's needs, and the workforce continues to evolve and needs develop. But how did you work out what to build, what not to build, and then you know how to expand from there? So how did you focus on what to build first? You know, HR tech is evolving every you know a few years, right? COVID came up, and then all the existing things did not work out, right? You know, you had to have new type of HRIS tools new ways to have you know leave and you know work from home and all these policies and things like that it's just changing so quickly and i think the best way to you know kind of build something which people need is to talk to you know hrs right so we run a community for you know with around 3000 plus people where we get all our learnings right what is it that you know you are focusing on this year where is the budget going what are the current challenges you know what's already out there in the market which is kind of you know helping you but you may want to improve. HRs are generally, you know, open to always ideate and experiment, you know, at least talk about it. Change management obviously takes a while because it's one of those things which is kind of integrated across the company. But they generally have, you know, ideas and okay, how can this improve, right? Everyone wants to improve their job. Everyone wants to improve the, you know, kind of how you interact with employees and how can you better service them, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Now, I know you guys are big on educating the market, let's say. And so you've mentioned you've got a community that's, I think it's 3,000 people, sort of HR leaders, HR professionals, and they're in different countries. So I think that's an amazing thing. I think you drove that via the podcast, if I'm right. Yep. Can you explain what efforts you've been making to educate the market on HR issues and so on? And why have you spent so much time and effort there? So I think HR is at this interesting place now where you have new age, you know, HRs who are coming up and like they're literally rethinking from the ground up. They're like, okay, there are all these legacy policies and you know, which are not relevant, no longer relevant, especially in a hybrid remote world. Right. And then you have these, you know, folks with 15 years of experience who've kind of been there, you know, have faced issues of you know, employees kind of misusing, protecting the company you know from all of these kind of challenges be kind of the layer between employees and you know the management so we realized all of this and it's changing so quickly so we said okay let's start a community and a podcast around this right mm. so where we give a voice to folks from both sides people with zero to five years experience people with 15 to 25 years experience where they can talk about problems they have seen how they have solved it in their own interesting ways right every company every you know hr has one of the unique challenges and problems, and frankly, there's literally nothing you know around this in the HR space, right? There's not much information. There's no Twitter or a Reddit or you know something like that, right? You kind of have to rely on these networks to you know learn and educate yourself. Absolutely. Now, I guess it's the dream of lots of companies to create a vibrant and large community of people in their sector in their market, and heads might turn to things like Salesforce and their massive conferences and things like that. Someone somewhere in your company, and you guys are over 200 people. So at some point, you or some people in the company thought, let's start a community. How did you actually start that community? Sure. So yes, you know, it started similar to what you said, right? You know, one call, one stand-up call where we said, okay, let's start something like this. We'll put some numbers, you know, we meet these targets and then we'll take it from there, right? The initial few ones, you know, were just from our existing customers, you know, people we knew through LinkedIn and other social media platforms. We started inviting them, just 10, 15, 20 people. And we said, okay, 
ask any you know questions you have right be it you know policies be it you know you're hiring a new employee and we want to check on this one thing you want to you know get a new offer letter template you want to issue options to your employees you're talking about i remember one of the early things was election days right how do i deal with election days you know what type of communication should i be sending and this is a person with 2 years of experience who never ever you know kind of seen something like this and then you know someone with 10 years experience and said you know this is what you do this is the regulation this is what is required and this hr kind of came back and said you know this is my google you know i don't have a better place than this you know to kind of ask this type of information because if i had gone to google it would have shown me a long article and where i'm not able to have a conversation my employees are not here to judge you know me on my inexperience and there is an anonymous channel as well if someone does not want to put their name on it so slowly started spreading from there and podcast was one way and then people started doing community calls on their own right you know people said okay i have organized an offsite recently with 150 people so, you know this is my playbook If anyone else is interested happy to talk right and then 10 people said yes we so like okay, let's do a community call so slowly started spreading from there people started inviting their friends hr are very close knit you know everyone knows you know each other they're all kind of helping each other they move from a company to company you know they all kind of you know have their own relationships and friendships and you know outside of work as well and so would you have any advice to people who are thinking of doing something similar in their own country their own town their own industry because they're all different and there's diversity and inclusion and compensation and benefits etc what would be your advice if they wanted to do something similar how would they get that going and accelerate it or use that sure so i think first thing is you have to be patient you know, it takes a lot of effort it's not easy and at initial 6 months it seems like a drag like you have 10 15 20 100 people and then like oh this is too slow it's not mm-hmm. growing you know things like that so you have to be very patient because you want to make sure the culture is set right from day one right you're not just inviting everyone you're talking to people you're making sure they understand the, what is the community for setting up some standards and things like that so i think patience is one and you know it has to be something which you know at least the marketing or maybe you know the founders is like some key people have taken up as a project right because if you yourself are not active in the community then it does not grow so almost like a turnaround time concept right if someone is asking a question and if you don't know the answer even then that person should at least get the reference to the answer in the next 5 to 10 minutes right and sometimes it could be you go learn the topic yourself and then point out to research articles or you go find an expert in that space and say you know I have someone who's asking for this can you please help people will come and ask a question or two and if they're not getting an answer they will like this is useless it's not really helping me right yeah. and obviously all the typical stuff stay away from spam no promotional like you have to treat it as a community you know you cannot really promote your own product you have to have like a shameless you know blog channel things like that right so this very very clear on spam and promotion and stuff like that because you know at the end of the day this is outside of their work right they're already getting spammed on emails and calls and all of that stuff so this is one more medium of spam or promotion they'll quit and they'll probably never come back yeah some great advice patience planning you kind of mentioned maybe having some targets or numbers objectives so you know if it's working or not yeah just being respectful of people within that group and supporting them and then trying to make it a valuable place that they can benefit from and also potentially tell others about to join and so on so i think that's an excellent idea and yeah that's great advice brothers 
taking a step back on what has helped Springworks grow from a marketing perspective, what has worked in terms of different marketing channels? And have you any advice on what's worked and not worked for other companies in the HR space? Sure. So a couple of things I think which have worked very well for us is you know, Google ads based on intent keyword. So performance marketing has generally worked well for us in this kind of space. And there's a lot for us to try and experiment. We have recently started experimenting with conferences, in-person conferences, right? events and conferences. So I think, you know, I am a software engineer myself. So everything to me, you know, has to be logical and objective, right? Where if you're putting a dollar in, there needs to be a formula to kind of get a dollar back in X number of days, right? The problem with conferences and events and all of that, it's all brand, right? Like there is no attribution you know, instantly, or, you know, you have to kind of think from a very long-term perspective. So we've yet to kind of see, I guess, you know, success and ROI there, but I think it's just one of those things that you have to do and sometimes helps your existing customers, you know, retain, sometimes helps new customers come in. Very hard to really attribute, but it's one of those, you know, advertising, if you watch it on a TV or a, you know, online, you know, place and you're like, oh yeah, keep hearing about Springworks, you know, every month or so, let me just see what they're up to, you know, maybe my contract, you know, with this existing wonder, you know, is up for renewal. I'm not really in the market looking for something new, but I heard about Springworks, you know, in that conference, right? Let me just please talk to them. So I think that's how those conversations start. So I think that is another channel which kind of seems to be working, but yet to, I guess, have a, like a dollar success or a ROI. And then community is a good channel for us just because even though we do not do any promotional things, but just the fact that people are here in a community known as, you know, Shape Work run by, you know, Springworks, people evangelize the product themselves, right? Sometime, you know, someone or the other will come up and say, I want to run background verification, you know, for my company, who should I work with? And there'll be like three people who will just, you know, say, we should just work with Springworks, right? So you kind of get those benefits organically. And then all the other typical channels, we are at the scale where you cannot stay away from cold email and cold calls and, you know, LinkedIn as well. So I think typically HRs spend most of their time on LinkedIn. So, you know, if you can use that as a channel, obviously it takes patience again. It's not something where you will get results within a month, two months, but it takes a while, but, you know, it's just one of those things which has to, it needs to be an engine which is constantly being tweaked and, you know, working and stuff. But that's a very typical channel with most companies, you know, would be, you know, using. We've also tried from the employee engagement space, Slack and Microsoft Teams have been great channels for us in terms of marketing. I personally believe you know, they're great distribution channels. You know, Slack has like a probably a million workspaces, million companies using it actively, maybe. Microsoft Teams would probably be you know, 10 times bigger, I guess, at this point. And just you know, having your product out there, it's visibility across so many, right? So I think that's been a great distribution channel for us. As a, on the marketplace, you mean? On the marketplace, correct, yes. And that's just existing there. And can you pay to promote or is there any such option? Sadly, no, no. So you just have to make sure your experience is good. You get featured and, you know, get reviews and all those typical, you know, ways to kind of organically you know, get featured there. Got it. And you mentioned LinkedIn there. Were you talking about organic posting and just sharing content there or are you talking about advertising? I think both. You know, at this point, we do both. Organic content definitely helps, right? But it has to be true. It has to be you know, transparent. So what we do you know, internally is our own policies, right? Our own changes or perks or benefits, insurance and whatnot, right? We try to kind of 
open source all of it and then use that as content obviously helps us from a hiring perspective for us it's a great channel but you know more importantly helps us get customers because you know other hr is like oh yeah this company is doing mm-hmm. something in the hr space they keep coming up with new policies new you know benefits and they're rethinking how hr should work that's a company i would like to you know work with that's a company whose products i would like to at least explore stuff like that i think that's one very good way of you know kind of use that content channel yeah and with the linkedin ads are you there from time to time doing campaigns or are you typically running ads most of the time at this point most of the time we probably started you know from campaigns as you mentioned high intent keywords but now at the scale where we are you know we are running every single day because it's more from a brand perspective and then not really like a conversion perspective so there are different layers but yeah most of it is actually just you know brand awareness so you've had to say the word brand about 3 times in this interview so far and you're a logical guy did that give you the cold shivers or Oh yes, yes. It took me a long while to you know, get to learn or even understand what this means or get comfortable with it. So, how did you cross that line? That's a big jump to make. I know lots of business leaders go, "Wow, well, I don't see a return on this." I was very late to cross the line. I think what kind of made me cross the line was just you know hearing people. you know saw you at this conference. We saw your ad at this place. We saw that you sponsor this one event, right? you know i think that kind of helps so and not just new customers also existing customers and then like you know the hr feels good i've you know sold springworks to my company you know i'm in the company i've chosen springworks over other vendors and you know my folks are seeing springworks so i don't feel you know i have done the wrong thing right you want to be careful about you want to protect your job you want to make sure you have taken the right decision as well right so i think brand helps from that perspective as well gotcha. very good so last couple of questions just to finish up on the marketing side of things what would be your advice to other companies in the hr tech space on how to improve their marketing and growth channels what advice would you share i'm a big fan of you know product led growth so i think sales is the backup sales is always there which is like sales led which is you know email call linkedin whatever it is right i think that's like a tried and tested channel for you know hr tech whenever we try something new like let's go with product led because that's the harder piece and if you figure that out then you know you get to your first million 2 million 5 million right easily it's hard it's not easy but you know you put in the effort there especially in the initial stages you kind of get those long term benefits right and product led could be you know again using slack microsoft teams as a distribution channel building on top of existing hrs platforms like a bamboo hr or gusto rippling any of these ones right everyone has their own marketplace and that's a great way to kind of get those customers you know sometimes you can do exclusive deals sometimes you can do a co-marketed webinar so you can kind of market to their audience as well so i think there are you know especially in the hr space where everything is kind of you know works with each other at some level there are a lot of different channels to do you know product led you know which takes longer but once you kind of get the flywheel working right you get those benefits you know long term sales is always there right and i think sales is something which every single company has to do and it just you know when do you want to start right i think the playbook is like it's already out there but product led is like where it's new it's upcoming because all of this was not possible 10 years ago right 15 years ago this concept itself was not there It did not have open apis or integrations yeah. 
now doesn't matter what size you are 50 employees or 100000 employees your software would have some type of marketplace or integrations right if you are able to get there that's a great you know way to kind of get distribution absolutely yeah so i've heard it many times now that either co-marketing or you know integrations marketplaces are such a wonderful opportunity for the tech companies to expand quickly and tap into other audiences so that's really smart so final question around the hr side of things you know, what do you see coming down the road in the world of HR and what would you suggest that employers do to prepare or be ready to adapt? Sure. So I think uh, AI is kind of completely going to change on how we work and what the HR's function will be. I think typically they would be, HR would have a role around answering employee queries or you know, at least facilitating that in some way, connecting them to the HRIS and you know, the different tools. I think all of that is just going to go away. That's like the, literally the, what is happening already right now. But you know, six months down the line, it's just how we work, how we are interacting with our you know, manager or different team members and stuff like that. I think all the basic you know, questions, all the questions which could have been answered through documentation or a knowledge base or a tool will be answered through AI. And all the routine work, which is like the boring work, which is like a book a meeting, you know, send out invites, kind of update, you know, apply for a leave for me, right? You know, I got married recently, add my wife to my insurance, right? Stuff like that, right? All of those actions are just going to get replaced or done by an AI, right? Every person would have a AI teammate. I think developers already have like the GitHub co-pilot, right? That concept of a co-pilot you know, for every single person is just going to happen more and more, right? Maybe we'll start with, you know, software engineers. And that's what Microsoft has done. But very soon we'll get into marketing, right? You know, things like, you know, can you give me our company logo and SVG, PNG format, right? You don't need to go ask a designer for that, right? That's something AI can do. So I think from the HR perspective, from the company's perspective is be open around it. You know, there are still lots of challenges in terms of privacy, security, safety, right? But I think if you're able to embrace it, be open around it, that this is not going to take away our jobs. It's going to make us better. It's going to help us focus on the creative parts of our job, help us be more productive. You know, being open about it is going to help those companies, you know, kind of succeed because it is here, you know, it's not 10 years later, it's only going to increase or improve from here, right? It's not going to go away, right? There is no legislation or there's no regulation or there's no country which will just, you know, shut it down, you know, yeah, stuff like that. There'll that. be some short-term things. There'll be, you know, obviously there'll be some bans and schools and, you know, companies and things like that, but those are just going to be like any other technology will be fixed within months and whatever right yeah i know my way around google analytics so for people listening that's uh, google provides an analytical tool that lets you look at website traffic and conversions all this kind of stuff but just yesterday i was looking at i was using chat gpt to dump some information into the system and what might take me clicking around different things and putting different filters on, it just it told me which was the best day for this and best day for that, and where the source of that traffic was and why this campaign worked well, why this one didn't. And it did it in right. seconds. It's kind of insane, which does make me think there will be some job losses, but new jobs will be created. I have to ask, because you're from India and there's that famous book by Tim Ferriss, and I've forgotten the four hour work week. And in that he was talking about the whole massive growth in the virtual assistant world. And India's famous for some of that's side of that industry so i suspect that that industry could suffer with the rise of chat gpt and ai and so on so they will need to evolve 
possibly down the creative or I don't know the facilitative side. Yep, I don't know. Yep. What do you think? Hundred percent. I think you know India, Philippines, Vietnam. You know, a bunch of other countries which have been kind of you know this industry has been growing very well for them. Yeah, I think that will have to kind of change. Right, call centers, support centers. Yeah, I think at least the first line of defense will probably happen through AI. I think cost and technology yeah. and quality has to improve and things like that. But there will be some upskilling, as you mentioned. Right, obviously, maybe existing jobs. May go away in some sense, but new jobs will be created. Upskilling will be required. And it's just crazy how quickly the space has been changing. You know, suddenly, and it's only going to get better and cheaper from here, right? It's the power of you know, technology. Absolutely. So, Katik, you've shared so much great stuff, and Springworks is going from success to success. So, I congratulate you on that. If people want to learn more about Springworks, whether that's to potentially partner, refer business in, or to use it as a customer or something else, what should they do next? Yeah, just visit our website springworks.in, s p r i n g w o r k s dot i n, and you know that's all the information. And then you can just reach out to us if you would like to partner, you know, kind of sell our services to your clients, or you would like to use some of them yourself. Brilliant, excellent. Well, thanks and congratulations for all you've achieved, and all the best for what comes next. Thanks. Thank you so much for having me. It was fun. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.